0: It's with the help of listeners like yourself that Derek Greer Ministries can bring the life-changing gospel to hundreds of thousands of people around the globe. During this holiday season, please consider partnering with Derek Greer Ministries to help us spread God's message even further via radio, television, and the internet. Becoming part of my team is really easy. Just go to derekgreer.com. That's derekgreer.com and select the green donate button at the top of the screen. Thank you and welcome to the team. You were made to think big, with big, big, but tomorrow can be bigger. Yeah. Just grow, let the world overflow. You have a life bigger than yourself. You're created for.
1: You are listening to the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer. Today, we will hear a classic message that we believe will be a blessing to you. Our goal is to teach God's Word in a way that compels you to live a life that overflows and blesses others. Let's join Bishop Greer as we continue the teaching from our previous broadcast.
0: But the point is... Me touching her and loving her are not the same thing. I can, yes, express my love through a touch, but they're not necessarily the same thing. And if she had to feel me in order to believe that I loved her, imagine the life we lead. I have to walk around rubbing, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I love you, I love you, I love you. Imagine. But listen, that's what many of us want. We want, God, let me, I want to feel your love. I want to feel love. I don't feel it today. Oh, God, you must not love me. And we're just these crazy little children. And the real reason is we don't have any faith. You see, my, my, my wife believes I love her even if I'm in Africa somewhere, even if I'm in Europe somewhere. No matter the distance, she believes I love her, whether she can feel me, see me, or not. We have to start having faith in the love of God. God is a spirit. Typically, you don't feel spirits. Spirits live on a different dimension. They will bless you with great feelings sometimes. But even that, we'll talk about that. And we could talk about how you feel. And by the way, you know how you get in the mood you're in? By what you're thinking about. What you feel is connected to what you're thinking. And I noticed every mood I got in, when I got quiet, it was because I was angry or upset about something. Something was on my mind that was going over and over and over. I'm way out of where I need to be. But it was going on over and over in my mind and got me in a mood. So what I feel often comes out of what I'm focused on. Praise and worship. Why do we experience the presence of God? Because we are focusing on God. We are actually letting words of heaven come out of our mouth. We're singing about him, the pictures of him in our mind. And God moves through that, and we actually feel him. Does that make sense to you? We'll develop that a little more later. He says, verse 20, For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your what? Spirit, which are God's. Now, people in the Corinthian church were saying the same thing that many people are wrongly saying today. They're saying basically, as I said before, it really doesn't matter what I do with my body because, you know, one day it's going to die, be in the ground, and it's just going to perish. You know, God's only concerned with my spirit. But, but, but the issue here, Paul is pointing out, as though God l- lives in the holies of holies, it doesn't mean the entire temple area is not sacred. The outer court was sacred. The inner court was sacred. Why do Christians have a different attitude towards sex than people that don't know God? Because we believe it's sacred. Other people think it's just a biological urge. But we recognize we are temples of the most high God. We recognize we've been purchased with a price. We recognize we belong to somebody. And because of that understanding, we treat the acts and the deeds differently than those who don't see it the same way still with me yes. let's do this though Let, let's go up a few verses so we can really understand context and, and then I'm I'm gonna be through for today I don't really plan to take too long verse 12 same chapter same verse I'm gonna read down to where we were focusing in verse 19 he says all things are lawful for me but all things are not what helpful for example Habitually smoking cigarettes will not keep you out of heaven. It'll get you there faster. (laughs) But smoking a cigarette won't make you unsaved after you smoke a cigarette. It won't make God leave your body. God loves you. He's committed to you. However, bad choices will impact the length of your life as well as the quality of your life. God will love you in spite of your dumb decisions. But there will be consequences when you violate certain laws of nature. He said, all things that Paul is preaching now are lawful for me, but here's the deal. But I will not be brought under the power of anything. If anything in my life makes me start thinking, I have to have it in order to be happy, I will quickly drop it all together. I enjoy food. Not as much as some of y'all, but I enjoy food. (laughs) I got to focus here. (laughs) I live in a nice house, I I drive a nice car, but the moment I have to have them, I'm in bondage, I put something in the place of God, that thing has become an idol and I need to get free. Does that make sense? Foods for the stomach. Now, what Paul's doing here in this verse 13, he's mimicking Corinthian theology. And the reason why the Corinthians were in the trouble they were in, if you read the entire book, was because of the theology they had. And actually, chapter 15, he spends a whole verse trying to instruct them that Jesus is coming back again and we're going to receive resurrected bodies. And the fact that they rejected that truth caused some problems. And I know we're a little bit ahead of ourselves, but just track with me and and that seed is planted. Just put it over there and eventually it'll begin to make sense to you. Still with me though? Here was their theology. The food for stomach, same theology, very common today. And the stomach for foods, but God will destroy both it and them. What they were saying is our bodies will soon be in the grave and they're going to be destroyed. So why does God care what we do with them? They, they were saying, just as Jesus taught us that the food we eat has no bearing on, on our, our spiritual life or our spiritual well-being, what we do with our bodies have no impact either. So they had this thing. I am saved, and I am once saved, always saved. And and God has saved me. It doesn't matter what I do with my body. God, God, what? He's in my spirit. My body doesn't matter. The problem was, the holies of holies was not the only part of God's temple. It included the soul and the body. And when you conveniently just pull out the spirit and don't deal with those other two areas, you'll find yourself in the error that this church was in so Paul now he doesn't yell at them and even though the statements that are going to be made here are strong there's no yelling and I'm not yelling at you what he does to help them live better and by the way what do we say when you know better you what do better he gently instructs them and really in this room all you need is the proper instruction to turn your life around He continues now the body is not for sexual immorality now American culture teaches us that that we were born mainly to have sex and the earlier we get our kids started having it the better and you say that's not true yes it's true that that's exactly what we're seeing on TV that's exactly what's being uh, told our kids at the schools but 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 the next verse says Our body is not for sexual immorality but for who the Lord Lord. if you don't know the purpose of a thing inevitably you will abuse that thing my my little boys uh, Derek in particular we went to to JC Penney's and we had him sitting there while while his mother was shopping and I don't know what I was doing I, I think I was on my phone and he found a paperclip he didn't know the purpose of a paperclip he was sitting next to an outlet He didn't know the purpose of an outlet. He decided that he would stick the paper clip in the outlet. Can anyone say angels? It was a miracle of God. I saw him do it, but I grabbed him. He immediately got it. When you don't know the purpose of a thing, you'll abuse it. Both boys. My wife and I, we we were in, in our last house. We bought an Anwar. It weighed about 150 pounds or so. And uh, we had clothes in it and all the rest, and it opened at the top. But my boys thought, you know what? It's tall and high, just like the tree outside. (laughs) Now the purpose of the onwar is to put clothes, but both boys decided to climb it. And how many you know it tipped over? The the boys were like, probably five and three. This is a hundred and fifty pound piece of furniture. It fell over, but fortunately, the doors opened. Both of them had climbed inside the Anwar, and the doors opened just enough for the Anwar to, to, to fall on the doors, and the boys were safe on the inside. The point I'm making is when you don't know the purpose of a thing, abuse is inevitable. And if you think that you were just born... I'm trying to think of a churchy way to say this. But, but if you just think you were born, I don't know how to say this, but j- just to, you were born just to get it on. I don't know. <laughs> Going back to the 70s. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's get it on. Yeah. Pray for me. I get it together by the next service. But as a teenager, I thought that's what I was made for. God gave me this stuff, so I'm going to use this stuff. This is what I was made for. And the little girls I hung out with, they, they bought the same lie. But, but, but what, what's, what's tough is, you know, in, in the movies, you know, the, the, the scenes are scintillating and sizzling and, 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 and a, 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 exciting. But what the movies don't show you are the soul ties that are created. What the movies don't show you it's what that the, 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 the sexy character felt like when the person they slept with the night before chose someone better looking the next day. Rejected them for, for someone who made more money. Uh, uh, chose someone that maybe had a better body. You see, the, 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 it, it glorifies and celebrates that, that, that moment. And the moment is exciting. I'll tell you the truth. It's exciting. But it tells you half a truth. And half a truth is a lie. And when we give ourselves to people outside of God's purpose, we end up like my boys. Your intentions may be good. Most of us have been trained that way. But when you know better, do better. So what Paul is saying to these Corinthians, the Corinthian church was so bad, a guy was sleeping with his stepmother. And Paul had to put him out to church that's how bad this church they had the flood my spirit is saved it doesn't matter what I do with my body just like 99% of America but watch how Paul deals with the issue
1: we hope you are enjoying this classic message from Bishop Greer stay tuned for the completion of this teaching in just a moment
0: it's with the help of listeners like yourself that Derek Greer Ministries can bring the life-changing gospel to hundreds of thousands of people around the globe. During this holiday season, please consider partnering with Derek Greer Ministries to help us spread God's message even further via radio, television, and the Internet. Becoming part of my team is really easy. Just go to DerekGreer.com, that's DerekGreer.com, and select the green Donate button at the top of the screen. Thank you and welcome to the team.
1: Let's get back to this classic message from Bishop.
0: He said, now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord. And guess what? The Lord is for your body. God's not trying to keep anything from you. He's trying to protect you from the hurt and the harm. I mean, we can just practically look at it. I mean, you did not even need a Bible. If you just had a bit of common sense and were honest with yourself, if every man and woman in on this planet had sex only with their mate, there'd be no HIV. There'd be no herpes. There'd be no VD. It would be impossible to contract those diseases. God's trying to protect you. I know he got he got muscles to these. But did he show you his doctor's exam? I know she got lips, fingertips, all that. But do you know what's lurking on the inside? God's not doing this and saying, listen, I'm I'm, I'm against it. God made sex. And by the way, God made sex messy on purpose. I'm messing up. I'm messing up. But the point I want to quickly make and move on is it was intended to be intimate. And intimate things you don't share with everybody. I just watched the movie and I'm doing good with time so I can talk a little bit. Um, I used my two or three hours to watch Selma this week uh, and uh, Coretta Scott King said to her husband who you know, was, was caught cheating and um, they, they sent her, her a bogus tape of Dr. King with someone else and he was like, that's not me, that's not me. She was like, I know what you sound like. But then she went on to ask a follow-up question. Now that tape was a lie but I know some things that are going on in your life. And the point is, there are only certain people that ought to know what you sound like. You were not built. Uh, It was a violation of his wife's trust for any woman to know what he sounds like. It's a violation of trust. You think it's just about sex. It's about trust. Lady, I'm expecting my children to come out of you. But when, when you missed that time of the month, you weren't sure who the daddy was. I trusted you. I trusted that if anything happened, it'd be me, it'd be us. I trusted you. It's not just about sex. It's about confidence. It's about trust. Some things only my wife should know about me. And likewise, about you. What verse am I on? I know you want me to finish. and I'm, I'm, I'm. Now the body is not for sexual immorality, but for the Lord. And the Lord for the body. And God both raised up the Lord and will also raise us up. See, the problem was, you know, saying the body's just going back to dirt. You know, just like food for the stomach and the body, you know, for destruction. You know, the body doesn't matter. But here's the problem. The very body you're abusing is the same body that Jesus is going to return and resurrect. That's the body you're going to have for the rest of your existence. Verse 15, he continues. He's not yelling at them. He's not calling them bad names. He's teaching and instructing them. Your kids come home after making bad decisions. Don't yell at them, please. Don't do it. Gently instruct them. Baby girl, you don't know who you are. Do you have any idea your value? Young man, do you realize that you out there planting all them seeds? Meaning, what's going to happen? Is somebody else going to be raising your child? They're going to look just like you? Have the same bent and personality but not really understand you or know you because you're not around? Don't you want to be there for the boy that looks like you, got the problems like you, is made fun of like you because of that hooked nose or or that limp in your leg? And and you're not going to be there for that child. But you're spreading your seed all over the place. And you won't be there. Child, it's not about trying to stop you. That's natural, man, to want a girl or, or to want a boy. That's natural. You gotta be wise. How many? I had to say to my son. I said, "Listen, boy, do you want to? How much you want to make? And of course, you know, I want to. I want to make at least six figures. How many? How many of y'all think that's a good idea? Okay. How many of y'all know I'm not condemning nobody? Talking about nobody. I'm, I'm just trying to talk here. Okay, I don't I mean bad. But I tell my son. I say, okay, okay, Derek, David." Choose a girl, but then keep choosing other girls. And you know what? The habits you start as a young man, you will continue as an older man. So you you said you want a $100,000 salary. So what I want you to do right now is cut that in half. (laughs) Because you're going to be sending money to one family. (laughs) While you tend to the other family. You say, God, why? God's trying to save your paycheck. He's trying to save your health. He's trying to save your emotional well-being. Does anybody hear what I'm saying? Did anyone hear condemnation? I didn't mean that. Most of us live in blended families. Our culture has ruined us. Our culture, we believed the lie and we lived it and, and we're living the results of it. But you didn't know better. That's why you didn't do better. So what Paul's trying to do is, 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 let me help you know better. So now, after you know better, teach your children better. So they don't repeat the same thing that we've experienced. He said, don't you know, say that and know, that your bodies are members of Christ? A member of someone is someone united with the other person. So if you join joined to Christ, how are you going to make yourself a member, the scripture says, of a harlot? If you realize that Jesus was really a part of you, would you have really brought that girl home last night? Would you really ask that man back over this evening? If you really realize Jesus was in the bed? If you really realize Christ has given you his very self? And he's tortured through every act and deed that you do with your body. Have you ever really realized that? But most people don't know that. They think God's in heaven. And when I die, I'll go see him not realizing he's in the holies of holies right now. And we are profaning it with our behavior. Scripture continues, certainly not. He's appealing to the better angels. Then he goes on, he said, the, re- the reason church is because you don't know. He said, or do you not know? The problem was not that they were bad. The problem was they didn't know. The problem is not that you're a bad person. It's that you don't really know. And I'm teaching this series so you can leave here knowing that you know. With the revelation, your lifestyle can change. He said, do you not know that he who's joined to a harlot is one body with her? For the two, he says, shall become what? One One flesh. And what he's saying is everything you're a part of, Gets dragged into whatever you're dragged into. So if God's a part of you, you've just dragged God into that situation. So if you wouldn't do it with Jesus in the room, don't do it. But he who is joined to the Lord. Now this is important, and we're not going to stop here because we'll get stuck here. But I want you to imagine yourself. You know that tug of war going on in the inside, and you're just pulling against, you know, the, the other stuff on the inside of you? Imagine if God joined your team and started pulling on your side. Imagine what would happen to the thing trying to pull against you. And what he was saying is if you realize you're joined to the Lord, that when that temptation comes, that God is on the inside pulling with you, he's in your spirit. The weight of the Godhead himself is pulling against that evil you want to commit. But you got to come to the revelation and the realization that God's on the inside of you and begin to live that out every bad choice God was inside of me willing to pull with me Amen. if I'd let him still with me yes. he said he who is joined to the Lord is one or of like spirit with him so watch this so flee means run sexual immorality don't play along the edges hoping you don't fall in run run run. I know you're spiritual. I I, I know you've seen visions and dreams. Run. (laughs) Run. I know you're a bishop. I know you're a pastor. I know you're elder deacon. I I know you're an usher greeter. I know you're security for Grace Church. But tell me, run. Scripture says run. Some situations I don't even walk away from. Run.
1: This has been a classic edition of the Live Big Broadcast with Derek Greer pastor of Grace Church in Dumfries, Virginia. Our prayer is that this teaching from God's Word strengthens and inspires you to live a life bigger than yourself. So remember, you can access this message and much more for free at gracechurchva.org. And we also invite you to join the Grace Church family for service online by connecting on our website or on YouTube at TV. That's our time for today. Until next time, remember, you have what it takes to live big.
0: It's with the help of listeners like yourself that Derek Greer Ministries can bring the life-changing gospel to hundreds of thousands of people around the globe. During this holiday season, please consider partnering with Derek Greer Ministries to help us spread God's message even further via radio, television, and the internet. Becoming part of my team is really easy. Just go to derrickgreer.com. That's derrickgreer.com and select the green donate button at the top of the screen.